Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. 1 Samuel chapter 25. And David said to Abigail, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, which sent thee this day to meet me. And he said, and blessed be thy advice, and blessed be thou which hath kept me this day from coming to shed blood and from avenging myself with my own hand. On a priest today from the Lord, if you will stay awake and help me, these few words, don't fall for his trick. Don't you fall for his trick. Can we pray? Father, thank you for your amazing love. And thank you for your amazing grace and mercy. It is awesome to serve you, a God that never leaves us or forsakes us. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for this wonderful day. I ask you to bless these great people, their minds, their bodies, their spirits. And I pray, God, that your love will shine on this house in a mighty way. Help me to preach something that you put in my spirit for the last moment for someone, for some reason. We thank you, God, because you already know everything, and you know how to fix it in Jesus' name. Can we praise God because he knows how to fix it? I'm really glad he knows how to fix it. You can be seated. It is a continual effort of the enemy to try and to cause fear into your spiritual life to cause you to become frustrated even at yourself and even at everything around you. But some today need to learn not to give in to the enemy and don't give place to the devil. I said we don't need to give no room to the devil. He is continually pressing us to give in and to give up and to quit. Spiritual obstacles that are his game to put in our life to deflect us from the house of God and from God himself and to have faith in God. He is a pro at trying to deflect our faith. Job said one in six, uh, now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves, present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them. Satan did. And the Bible said, And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence thou cometh thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, from walking up and down, he said, Satan came before God. When the sons of God came before and God asked him, he said, Hey, where have you been today? I've been going to and fro in the earth, walking up down in it. Satan doesn't rest. He is a continual pressing force against me and you. And if you think you're going to come to a place that he's going to quit pressing you, you become fooled by him. I'm here to tell you it is a continual fight 
And can I encourage you, church, it's not time to quit now. It's not time to give up. It ain't going to get no better. It's time to fight harder than we've ever fought before. It's time that we'll rise to our feet and say, I'm going to fight harder than I've ever fought before for my home, for my marriage, for my children, and for my country. I'm going to stand, and I'm going to fight, and I ain't going to quit. You listen to me in Luke 5 tells of a story of a man who was crippled on a mat. You've heard it. Four men, the Bible said, was carrying him to a house that Jesus was inside. And the Bible said, we know these men had faith that if we can get him in there, that all things will be better. And they began to look and try to figure out how, how can we get him in there? Anybody ever tried to figure out how can I get through this situation? You try to start looking at every angle, every concept, every precept. You're trying to find everything you can to get over and get through what you what you need from God. And the men saw that, hey, it ain't going to be no easy task. Somebody shout, it ain't going to be no easy task. And they begin to look and said, hey, what about getting on top of the roof? And I hear one of them say, Joe, you know this is a heavy dude right now. It ain't going to be easy getting him up there. And I can hear him looking back and said, don't you want him healed? He said, yeah, I want him healed. He said, though, we got to get together and get to work and get on top of that house. Can I tell somebody today, some of you going to have to get up off of your hineys today and say, I'm not going to sit here and let the devil take from me what God has from me. I know I might got to praise him. I may have to worship him. I may have to keep praying, but I just know if I can get inside that house, I can get me a miracle. Come on, somebody. It ain't over. I don't care how old you are. You need to quit pairing up with sick people. If you want to get well, you need to get with somebody that's well, that'll talk well, that'll talk healthy, that'll talk I'm on, yeah, the Holy Ghost is on today. You need to get with somebody that can talk about, we can overcome this battle. We can overcome this struggle. We can have a better future. Although we got to fight, but we can do it together. Somebody shout, we can do it together. Come on, shout, we can do it together. You can do it together. Your family can. Your wife and husband, your children can. You can do it together. No matter what you lost, you can do it. You hear me now? Those four men got up on that house, took this crippled man, began to work. You got to get to work. You can't wait for somebody else to do it for you. I said, you can't wait for somebody else to do it for you. You got to get to work yourself. I said, you can't sit around and wait on somebody else to do it for you. You got to do it yourself. Can I tell you this? Everybody is not going to be working for the same thing. And you got to get with somebody to promote you. Come on, we can do it. Where two or three agree upon any one thing. 
that it shall come to pass. You need to sit down at a table or go with somebody and say, hey, bro, hey, we can do it, man. We can overcome this. Don't you quit. I don't care what everybody else is saying, but we can have a better family. We can have a better spiritual walk. We can have a better future. Don't be side with somebody that's got some little sucky spirit about them that pouts all the time. You need somebody with some faith that say you can overcome. You can change this. Come on now. You can. I don't like hanging around people who procrastinate. Always going to start something and never finish nothing. King Stanley gets on my nerves. If you're going to do something, quit talking about it. And a lot of times people talk about change and don't even have a clue how to change. They're just talking. You listen to me. These four men got to work, didn't tear a hole. You know the story. They let this man, this sick man down in front of Jesus, and the Lord looked at him and said, Arise, take up your bed and walk. Hear me, saying of God, you've got to remove things and people and places out of your life to get into where you need with God. Come on, young people. Hey, you going to run around with other young folks? Well, you better run around somebody to praise God. Let's just get busy, all right? If you're going to have some friends, you get busy with some friends that will love Jesus and love the Lord, not want to go out and party all the time. And get, Come on. Come on, we don't, we, you know, you need boys, you need somebody that promotes you to love God. They won't promote, let's go get drunk and high and get stoned tonight, but let's go to church. Let's live for God. Let's go do something for the Lord. Come on, you got to have an encourager. And that's why I believe that man got healed, but had four men that agreed we can get him in there. We can get our friend healed. We can get him through this. You better get somebody that agree with you that we can make it because that devil's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's trying to persuade somebody in this house to give up your faith. It ain't time to give up your faith. It ain't time to quit. Somebody praise him like you ain't praised him. Oh, he's a worthy God. He's a worthy God. Somebody said, why do y'all worship shouting loud? Well, I, I, I do my silence and my meditation and my prayer time. I ain't got time to be quiet when it's church. You know, you're not quiet at a ball game. Screaming, hollering over a pigskin, 100,000 sitting in a stadium, getting in fights over one another. So I'm going to get loud for my Jesus. They got loud in Pentecost. They got loud in the Word of God. And they ate man the word of God as it was preached. Somebody needs to tell the devil, I know you're out about today. I know you're trying to hinder my home and my life. I know you're trying to hinder my future, but can I tell you the devil today, I'm not giving up on God. 
I'm not giving up on my family. I'm not giving up on my children. I'm not leaving up on my walk. Well, come on, somebody. You need to tell them, I know you're trying, and I know you're working, but I will not fall for your trick. Listen, saints, you got to understand this. We understand David, David was anointed to be king during Saul's reign over Israel. He did not go to the throne immediately. He was anointed at 17, but he was not appointed until he was 30 years old. Although you have been anointed as a child of God, it's the enemy's desire to cause you to lose your promise. Listen to this. Abraham was dreaming of Isaac one day, but first he had experienced an Ishmael, a problem child. You see, the children of Israel was dreaming of the land flowing with milk and honey, but they first had experienced a desert with no food and no water. You see, Jacob dreamed of a beautiful bride, Rachel, but he was tricked into marrying Aaliyah. So you hear me right now. You have your eyes on a spiritual dream. But you got to remember, the adversary knows what you're looking for. Anybody with me? He knows what you're looking for. Somebody shout, he knows. He knows this morning what you're looking for. David was leading 600 men who were in debt, in distress, and they were feeling very discontent. David trained them in a mighty, to be a mighty army. One day they came up on a vineyard, a man named Nabal. Woo, I love his story. He was rich, married to a beautiful, intelligent woman, Abigail. That day, somebody shout that day. That day David decided, I'm going to protect and guard Nabal's vineyard instead of asking for permission for some food I'm going to guard it and pay for it. When you're trying to live spiritually clean and do right, you hear me now, that's when the enemy is going to come in like a flood. All of you that are awake, let me wake you up. He's going to come to your house too. He's going to come to everybody's house in here and do anything he can to, in, uh, to disrupt your house, your joy, your peace. Some of you think you're the only one, bless your sweetheart, you're the only one having affliction. You're the only one having a battle. Well, bless your heart, you're not. Everybody in this room that's sitting here with flesh and blood could stand up and testify and say, hey, that devil's been by my house. That devil's been by my family. That devil's been and trying to touch my flesh. But can I tell you something? You're still anointed. 
You're still anointed with the promise. And you know what hell wants you to do? He wants you to forget what you're anointed with. He wants you to forget that you are anointed son of God. He wants you to forget all about what God's promised you. And somebody in this room needs to stand up, tell the devil, I had forgot what he told me. I had forgot what he promised. I had forgot what I read. I know it's mine, and I will not lose it. Somebody ought to shout, I ain't going to lose it. I ain't going to lose it. My God, I've... Yeah, I'm glad I did hear him. Woo. Man, I'm glad I heard him. David, lead me 600 men in the Nabal's vineyard. You better hear me now. Nabal acted like a fool and refused to feed David. And he insulted David, insulted this man. Some are standing in a spiritual place right now that's very vulnerable. Very vulnerable in your life. You're trying to do right and the devil's trying you every way he can. I don't care if you're young. I don't care if you're old. I don't care who you are. He's out trying somebody in the house today. Oh, let, 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 me, let me put it this way. He's going to try your praise? Because we said God's good and, and everybody praise him. You kind of sit there and go, yeah, uh-huh. Because what you're doing, you're taking it out on God and God ain't the one who's come and fighting you. But if I was you, I'd get my praise on like I never had it because he's the one going to take care of your enemy. See, that devil's made you fall for a trick. He's got your praise. It ain't important to praise God. Yeah, some of you men and women got this little attitude about you. It ain't important to praise God. I got news for you. It is important. Because I want to show God in the midst of hell and everything that I do trust him. That hell can't take my praise, can't take my worship, and I'm going to edify him no matter what comes my way. I'm not going to fall for the trick of the enemy because he's the one who opens the door. He's the one who closes the door. Somebody needs to give God honor today. He's going to take care of your enemy. Somebody shout, he's going to take care of my enemy. You listen to me right now. Oh, I feel that strong. Shout out, he's going to take care of my enemy. I said, he's going to take care of my enemy. David was a very, he was a very critical point in his life. At this point, David himself was asking God, if God really said that he would, he said, did you really say I was going to be king? He was, or was I fantasizing? Has everybody, everybody been to that place where you question God, did you really say this or did I misunderstand? Some of you need to get in a little better mood right now. 
You need to get a little better mood than you're in right now. Yeah, honey, you do. Well, we got sickness in their house. You ain't the only one got sickness in your house. I tell you what I would be doing. I'd be doing everything I can to get God's attention. I'd be doing everything I could to get his attention. Mighty God, I love you. I praise you for who you are. You are a healer. You are a healer. You're a mighty. You're a deliverer. Somebody needs to praise him for who he is and, and for what he can do, what he's going to do for you. You need, I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on. You come on. You ain't the only one that's you ain't the only one going through it. You ain't the you need to tell it. You are a healer. And I praise you for it. See, that devil wants to trick you and tell you that God's not, that's a lie from hell. You ain't fantasizing it. God spoke a word to you. You listen to this. My God, I know this is the will of God. You hear me now? For 13 years, David been hanging on to the promise. Somebody shout 13 years. 13 years he'd been hanging on. I'm going to be king one day. I'm going to be king one day. Yet there he was standing at that moment. He was at this vineyard and very hungry. Anybody better in a place and very desperate? You ever been there? Some are at a place that are being tried right now, at a place that determines how you'll react if you defeat him or give up. Right now, say right now, it determines whether you'll defeat him or you're going to give up. It determines what you're going to do right now. You're going to defeat him or you're going to give up right now. Right now, right, right now. Say right now. Let's stand our feet right now and say, Lord, right now. Say right now. Say right now. Say right now, now, Lord. Turn to somebody and say right now. You can be seated. Right now determines it. Say right now determines it. You don't need to allow the navel spirit affecting your spirit. These allowed adversities affect their spirit. It took Abraham 25 more years to get Isaac. It took Jacob seven more years to get Rachel. It took 40 more years to get the promised land. 40 more years. So you think, I know my promise. You don't have a clue when it's coming. You think you do. And you, if you get an attitude and you think, oh, I'm in my, you better watch your attitude. God will cut your water off quick. It ain't you. It ain't me. It's him. In an unguarded moment. An ungod- Anybody ever been 
and your spirit got unguarded. Some of us are honest. It becomes unguarded. David assembled 400 fierce warriors and said, I ain't taking this. You've been to the point, you've been through so much. I've been there. I ain't taking this. My flesh gets to the point, I am tired of this stupid devil. And I call my 400 men, get your swords ready. Come on, folks. I've been there. Have you? <laughs> but 1 Samuel 15 and 13 tells us this. David said unto his men, Gird on your every man his sword. And they girded on every man his sword. David also girded on his sword. And there went up after David 400 men and 200 abandoned, bound by the stuff. He allowed the very voice of Nabal, hear me, he allowed the voice of Nabal to turn his spirit away from his purpose. You better watch the spirit of some old Jezebel. That little hoochie will get you to turn your purpose. And all you little hot mamas over here, you better get somebody filled with a Holy Ghost talking tongues like a Chinaman. Because everybody you think's a hunk ain't a hunk. And you, you, you show me what your spirit is, who you date. You hear me, boys? You show me who your spirit is by who you date. When I was growing up in church, I had, we had rules, biblical rules. And my mom and dad pushed those rules at my house. Come on. We wonder where the next generation is going. We got the next generation. Mom and dad said, that's all right. You ain't got to listen to that old gray-headed screaming old man. That's the problem. You ain't got to listen to them teachers at school. You're smarter than they are. I can go a lot further. You want to know what's the next generation? It ain't all the devil. Let me defend for the devil. It ain't all the devil. Where y'all at today? You're shutting down. I'm here to tell you now. The Lord changed my thoughts a while ago and spoke a word. So let me tell you something. We're going to save this next generation. You better stand behind somebody that stands for righteousness. That stands for truth. God will take care of you. He ain't going to leave you. He ain't going to forsake you. He going to put somebody in your life that you need. Come on. That devil's trying to trick you. Don't fall. Don't fall for his tricks. He's trying to discourage you. He's trying to lure you out. He's trying to get you to give up your faith. But don't give up the faith. Anybody feel what I feel in this room? My God and the Holy Ghost. You hear me? Let me go on quickly. Bible talks about they allowed these adversities to go on. But David drew a sword and told his men. He allowed Nabal's spirit to change his attitude. Abigail heard of David coming to destroy her family. 
Oh, listen what she did. She heard there's a man coming going to kill my whole family. What are you doing, mamas? What are you doing? She prepared a basket of food to go out and meet David. She also knew the word of God. She goes out and meets David and his men. Yeah. I, I had a, let, me, let me put it this way. I had growing up, I had a pastor tell this girl, you don't need to marry this boy. He had a, had a mama, it's all right. Well, long story short, got out of church and still out of church. Who are you going to sell out to? Who are you going to sell out to? I don't want to run them away. You're going to, I've been there. Hold on. I've been there. I don't care what you tell them. They got a mind of their own and they're going to do what they want to do. No matter how much you beg, plead, no matter, I don't want to be too hard on them. I'd rather tell them the truth and then run off and lie to them and not tell them at all and let the conscience be on me. I will not stand in judgment and God point at me and say, you didn't tell them. I'll stand in judgment with the word of God knowing that I shared the truth. You hear this? She prepared food, went out to meet him. But she also knew the word of God. It's different, Brother Eddie, when you know the word. Woo. She goes out, meets David and his men. She reminded David, David, you not remember what God promised you? He was fixing to come and kill everything in her house. And he said in 1 Samuel 25 and 30, he shall come to pass, she said, when the Lord, when the Lord shall have done to my Lord according to all the good that he hath spoken concerning thee, David, and shall have appointed thee <laughs> ruler over Israel. Thank God for the Spirit of God that will show up and t remind us of what God's told us. Let me say it again. Aren't you thankful that sometimes he's almost got you? He's almost got you, but you show up and the Holy Ghost shows up and says, hey, let me remind you what he promised you. He's not going to let you down. He's, he's going to make sure you're, he's going to give you what he told you. So don't fall for the devil's trick. Don't you fall for his schemes. Don't you fall for his trickery. Don't you fall for it. You listen to me now. Spirit of God today is speaking to somebody. I know he is. You're about to give in to a spirit that would take your promise. I just well as a tell it. Went to school with a young girl. 11th grade. She dated this boy four years, Brother Joel. Never one time gave herself to him. Not one time. Never forget, on a Friday, she's like, she's real close to me. 
She said, we're going to the fire tower this weekend. I said, oh, you don't need to go there. Yeah, we're going to the fire tower. And he said, he loves me. I said, don't go. Are y'all listening? Ah, you ain't listening. You ain't listening. Don't go to the fire tower. I'm going to fire. I said, don't you go. Oh, he loves me. Money come to school, walk in class, she's crying her eyes out. Instantly, I knew what happened. I walked over to her and she fell on my shoulders crying. She said, you were so right. Said he dumped me out of the car at home. Won't call me, won't talk to me. He got what he wanted. You think they love you? Oh. you fall for that devil's trick I told Chloe this other night with a David Smith's daughter that married Brother Shackwell's son they dated for two years never kissed wouldn't allow him to kiss Chloe's going oh my God <laughs> really oh my God wasn't allowed to, be, not to kiss. And I know some of you are freaking out. I know you freaking out going, that ain't right. Well, you hope, yeah. The parents were thinking right. Yeah. One day, but David, Sister Carla looked at him, looked at her and said, Hey, would you like to kiss him? Yes, I would. Kiss him. And you're going, what? In front of her, mom and dad. Kiss him. See, we got this thing set in my mind. Somebody's weird and freaky when they do that. No, they know the devil's trick. The Lord changed my mind for some reason, and I know I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. I know, I know. Don't you fall for his trick, guys. Please don't. Don't you do it, Jake. You're a good-looking dude, smart. Feel the Holy Ghost, and that devil going to do everything he can to get you out of God's will. Rylan, you hear me? You handsome dude, man. Carson, you hear me, son? You are... All you guys are good looking, man. I mean, good attitude. He's going to set y'all up. Pastor, you ever try to set you up? Ain't I flesh and blood? That's why I went to camp meeting and you camped to look for the will of God. Oh, y'all didn't get that either. My daddy told me one time, I said, boy, if you'll stay home, look around here, God's got somebody filled with the Holy Ghost to be the one for you. And sister, Vicki, all that time I knew who it was, but she didn't like me. She didn't like me. 
But you can date at some folks, but you can feel this ain't right. This ain't right. Saint of God, we talk to young people, we talk to you. That devil will talk you out about giving up in your life. He'll talk to you about giving up on yourself. Let me tell you something, ladies. You, you, you can't get too old to take care of yourself. I get tired of hearing that cheap cop-out stuff. I'm the old and we've been married so long. I don't care if you've been married 70 years. I look at my, my, my mama again. She's so beautiful now. Takes care of herself. Keeps herself. Looks good. Maul Dicey's neat, clean, looks good, takes care of herself. Look at, look at Maul Carl. Some of them don't even care what they look like because they think they get to a place there's no use. See, that's the spirit of the devil. He'll try men to make you get to a place, I'm too old. I don't, I, 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 there's no, I'm too old. That's the spirit. He wants, if he can give you to give up there, he'll work on your faith. Come on, folks. The Lord's doing this for some reason this morning. Some reason. Let me, let me end it like this. Anybody feel like God's talking? But Brother Patterson, Abigail saved David from messing his life up. If he, he didn't kill him. But three weeks later, God killed Nabal. God will take care of your enemy. But don't, let, don't lose your flesh over it. I know, I can hear old David, and later on he married Abigail. I can hear him, Brother Patterson, laying in bed saying, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glad I didn't mess up. Because I guarantee you, David would be thinking like me if I'd have killed him. I lost the kingdom and I lost this beautiful lady. And I can, I can, I can, I know how he felt. That devil almost had me. He almost tricked me into me giving all this up. Come on, church. Don't you fall for that sorry joker, his tricks. Come on. Don't you give up on yourself, ladies of God, men of God. Guy, a guy met me last night. saying ain't saw him in 20 years. We've played softball together. He said, I guess you retired kicking back. I said, I'm wider open now than I was when I was young. I said, man, me and Brother Jerry, we, we team rope. We rope, all, we rope three, three times a week. You get on a horse and ride for three and a half hours. Roping, jerking, pulling. That will that see how much you are, what you are. Other morning I did, me and my wife did three miles. I ain't falling for that spirit. I ain't falling for that. He will trick you out of anything. And the Holy Ghost is speaking to me now. And I'm going to say this. 
you need to tell the devil to shut up. Your promise is still alive. Tell him you're not going to fall for it. Tell him I ain't falling for your trick. Stand to your feet. Tell him I ain't falling for it. Somebody shout, I ain't falling for it. I ain't falling for your trick. Come on, young girl. Tell the devil, I'm not falling for your tricks. You tell him, I ain't falling for you. I'm wiser than that. I'm smarter than that. I know you tried to trick me, but I ain't falling for your trick. Tell him. Tell him, boy, young men, tell him. I'm not falling for you. I know what you're trying to do to me. I know you're trying to mess with my mind. There's other people better. You ain't met met the best yet. You ain't met the best yet. You ain't met the best. You ain't met the best. Don't you fall for his tricks. Come on, guys. Don't fall for his tricks. Come on, saints of God. Don't fall for it. How many can lift your hands? Pastor, I heard. If you did, listen. Lift your hands. I heard. I've heard from the Lord. Close this one. I want you to do. If God spoke to you and you was in the place that David was in, I mean, man, your flesh is almost going to make a mistake. But the Spirit come to you and say, ho, ho, ho. Remember what God promised you. If the Lord spoke to you this morning, I want you to step out of that pew. Let's all come and stand before a mighty God who is graceful and merciful. Would you come, precious saints of God, We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.